This is growing native, and I'm Petey Mosquiti. Warm days and cold nights, that was a setup by Mother Nature. Hey, this winter ain't so bad, I said to myself as I split some firewood and threw it in a wheelbarrow for an evening fire in our 1991 Marvelette. Then winter really arrived, you know, cold, cloudy days, much colder, dark nights, and rain and snow. So split some firewood and throw it into two wheelbarrows, because it's winter, and all-day wood stove season is upon us. Our two cats agree. Our dog, Burley, likes the wood stove, too, but only after some serious ball chasing in the morning, 20, 30 minutes of Burley ball. And then maybe some time to lay by the wood stove, but always with an eye or two on me. Burley's eyes are like a, like a painted portrait on the wall whose eyes follow you wherever you're standing, right? Not only does Burley keep an eye on me, ready to sprint out the door ahead of me, but when I take a nap, and I do love my naps, 20, 30 minutes on the floor of our home, when I take a nap, I wake up to find Burley beside me. I can't get away. Hey, the winter colors of the trees and shrubs are sort of dull. Yeah, I mean, there's evergreen oaks and junipers, but along the oh, hello to the ash trees, the sycamore trees, the cottonwoods, the desert willows, the hackberries, they're naked. The desert willows, I mean, they have nice naked profiles, silhouettes. Sycamores, oh man, they take first prize for winter profiles, winter silhouettes, winter beauty. But the grassland around our little home near the near those naked trees along the oh, hello day, the, the mesquites are leafless and drab. <laughs> Listen to me. Four-winged saltbush, long, large, drab thickets, you know, wintry atroplex canescens. Drab thickets. That's a poor choice of word, drab. Because <laughs> plants aren't colorless. It's just the, the wintry colors, right? Dull, not bright. So where was I going with all this? Well, I mean, the, the, the dull, wintry colors, the, the, the cold, rainy, windy days. I, too, like to hang out near the wood stove. With a good book, I'm thinking. Yeah, sometimes a novel, but I confess to enjoy reading about plants and animals. I can sit and enjoy a field guide by the wood stove. Is that sad? <laughs> Very sad, but true. But listen, I've got this field guide I've been enjoying a lot uh, that I've been reading recently by the w- w- wood stove. It's written by my, my old friend, Jim Coweek. He's not old. Uh, our friendship is old. Uh, well, he's sort of old. Anyway, I sit and turn pages when I'm reading this field guide and mutter things like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, that's a good photo. See, Jim wrote all the text, the descriptions, and the excellent introduction to this field guide, but his pal, Dale Armstrong, took all the amazing photos in this field guide. So here's what I want to tell you about this uh, field guide. It's called Sonoran Desert Plant ID for Everyone. Everyone. Uh, The subtitle, A Non-Technical Field Guide. I love that subtitle, A Non-Technical Field Guide. So if you fear botany, this is your field guide. Oh, uh, oh, it's got all the current botanical names and the common names, but you get the comments by Jim Coweek and the the photos by Dale Armstrong, and that's pretty much all you need. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool, as a matter of fact. Sonoran Desert Plant ID for Everyone. A good wood stove reading book on a chilly, wintry day. But don't forget to take it with you out into the Sonoran Desert, because the desert is beautiful. Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm Petey Mosquiti, and this has been Growing Native.